Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Back in February, I did an episode called A Fun Chat with a Friend. My girlfriend, Angela, and I talked about her husband booking an all-men's group reading. Now, if you did listen to that episode, you would remember how terrified I was to work with a group of men. When I first started working as a healer, I was sent a few random men to help, but each time I would do a session with a man, I found myself extremely uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable for my entire life because I was hurt by so many men over and over, even since I was a young child. And I remember telling my spirit guides that I only wanted to work with women. And so for the last eight years, 95% of my clients were female. The only men that I worked with were usually someone's husband or a family member. And then in November, I went to Maui for some healing from my psychic girlfriend. And I was laying on her massage table while she was working on me. And she said, Karina, it's time that you start working with more men. They need you. And it was on that trip that I made the decision to finally tell my guides that I was ready. I accepted my new mission to help not only the females, but finally the males. And I swear, as soon as I said yes, I've had so many men reach out to me for help. And it wasn't long after that Angela's husband decided to do the all-male group reading. So for the last couple of weeks, I have been dying to share how that day went. It was an absolute first for me. And although I almost canceled many times, I actually went through with it. So today, I thought it would be fun to bring Angela back on the podcast to help me share that day with all of you. So everyone, please help me welcome back Angela. And how are you? Good. Thanks for having me back. I'm actually so glad you came back on because I have been dying for weeks to talk about this with everybody. I think I was so nervous about this group reading for months. Do you many times I almost canceled with you? Honestly, I know I'm surprised you didn't. Were you? Job. (laughs) Thanks. I, I only did it because I, I think I felt really obligated because you said no. He wants to do this, and I'm like, okay. I guess I didn't want to let anyone down and. I just remember for honestly, probably about two months thinking, I can't do this. I can't do this. Okay. And then I talked myself into it like, yes, I can do this. And then I would panic at the last minute because men are usually so skeptical and closed off. And sometimes I find that really intimidating. So if they're sent to me for, you know, a one-on-one session, that's different, but a group setting is extremely intimidating. Mm -hmm. But I knew I you know, my husband and I sat together and kind of went over the guys that we thought would be a good fit for the group. And I knew that it would be fine and that they were all, you know, not the type just to kind of sit there and cross their arms and stare you down. Like they were very open to it. So I knew it was going to be okay. I get it. (laughs) Right. Like, and you know, when your husband had said it to me that night at your last group reading, because that's what happened after your last group reading, he said, well, I want to do that. I honestly thought he was joking. And I know you thought he was joking until the next day. Yeah. And then you were like, um, no, he's serious. He wants a date and you've got to do this. And I thought, uh-oh, this, this isn't good. And I'm not going to say I did it. I had a lot of anxiety about it because I thought, oh, how can I do this with all these guys, especially for your husband and his friends? Like that's even more intimidating. I think it would be easier mm-hmm. if it was a group that I didn't know at all. Right. And I didn't know all of them except for Jay, really, but it was knowing that, you know, you guys all knew these people. It was, I don't know. It was just terrifying. I'm not going to say it wasn't, it was terrifying. And I even said to you, I was like, 
can you stay, you know? And you're like, no, I forget what you said to me, but you were like, no, Jay said that I didn't get to, he didn't get to stay at the last one. So you weren't allowed. Yeah. Because on ours, I make him take the kids and uh, leave for the group part of it. So yeah. And I mentioned to him like, well, I think like Karina wants me to stay. And he's like, well, no, you, I always have to leave. And (laughs) I'm like, yeah, well, she feels uncomfortable. So I'm staying. And then he was just kind of like, okay. So I had, uh, I found, I think my sister took the kids and yeah. So I decided that I wanted to stay and I, I mean, I'm curious and I wanted to see how it was going to go too. So, <laughs> and I didn't even know you were going to stay. So that day I was getting ready and I'm talking myself into this, like I can do this spirit sent them to me. I have to get through this. And even in the car ride on the way up, I was like, okay, talking myself into it. I, I can do this. And on the car ride, I actually ended up hearing that someone's father was going to be with me and he was so strong. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Someone's coming already. This is going to be good. I pull up in front of your house and I'm like, can I cancel now? (laughs) Is it too late? And you're like, no, come on in. And I walked in and I'm like, okay, you're here. That's great. And you said, no, no, I'm going to stay. I'm like instant breath. Like I just felt relaxed, not relaxed fully, but it was like, thank God you're Mm going to stay with me (laughs) because I didn't want to do it alone. It was great. Yeah. And I was excited just to kind of see how it was going to go too. (laughs) And so they all started, I think they were all in the garage and you and I were talking inside. And of course I'm clearing the space, trying to prep for it. And they all started to walk in and I remember their faces like, Oh, okay, we're doing this. Yep. She's here. And I was trying to shake off my nerves because I'm like, okay, I can't go into this with that much, you know, anxiety, or I'm not going to see clearly. And Mm -hmm. As soon as everybody kind of got seated and you sat beside me, I was like, I, I honestly was grateful that you were there. Cause I thought, okay, at least I I've got her here. I don't feel as scared. I can do this. And I remember just, I think they asked me some questions in the beginning too. Cause I asked them if they had anything they wanted to know. And yeah. And I also gave them the kind of, well, before you even got there, I was giving them the rundown of, um, you know, how it's like supposed to go. And I'm like, and you're not allowed, you can't just be sitting here and drinking lots and don't interrupt her. And I felt like a mom, <laughs> like just telling them all the rules. That's and awesome. like, just sit there. And if you think it's for you, then you need to speak up. And That's so awesome. I didn't you. know you did that. That's great. Yeah. So they already had the little bit of preparation though. That's awesome. Because yeah. when they sat down, some of them asked me some interesting questions and I thought, okay, well, I'll answer what I can and then let's go to work. And I could see that they were all really uncomfortable. Do you remember like some of them were sitting Mm -hmm. there with their hands, they've got their hands like clasped tight together, just like their knuckles are getting white. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So they're just as scared as I am. Okay. We're good. (laughs) I can do that. And I remember at first when I like started, I was like, okay, look, I've got someone's father with me. And I know your husband piped in and, and said, oh, I think it's this guy. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's who it's for. Oh, yeah. And I had told you before, which I was like, everyone is so great. And this is going to be so good. And you have nothing to worry about. And then that part (laughs) had happened. And then, well, when then when my husband said something, I looked at him and I was like, Oh, my God, you're not supposed to say anything. Like, didn't I tell you? I'm like staring at him, like getting mad at him. He's like, what? I'm like, you're not supposed to say anything. And then, (laughs) then it wasn't. Yeah, then the person it was for all of mm-hmm. a sudden, which I wasn't even expecting mm-hmm. was like, nope, not ha- Nope. Yeah. That's me, but we're not doing this. And I was like, 
oh my god and I, I actually thought he was joking and so did I like okay so your dad he's like not here I was like okay he's not kidding he's like so I then I just felt private. like Mm-hmm. oh god I felt sort of like oh sorry I did tell you they were all really like nothing to worry about you're all good and the first person was uh nope not going there so I'm like okay we start off the group like that I'm like oh okay so we're not doing this like you know it was weird yeah but I understood but I it I think it was unexpected because yeah. I think a lot of them didn't think I don't think they knew what to expect but when it was actually like for them it was oh okay well the, I, I can't do this and I can't do this so yeah. I was a little surprised but it's still good about it I was just a little taken aback I think like the very well, first one you say and it's like no we're not talking no about we're it. not talking about it. I'm not going there and I was too because I sat there and I went oh no like and it was because that father had been in the car with me while I was driving up and I mm-hmm. knew he wanted to communicate with his son so when I started and I started to describe, you know, certain things, he knew who it was. He knew it was his dad. And he just instantly went mm-hmm. into fear and said, no, 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 not, not here. Well, and I said, okay, that's okay. I can tell him to go away, but we'll do this in private later. Cause I was doing the little mini privates after the group. And right. he was like, okay. And he was nodding at me, but I was like sitting there going, "Uh Oh, now what? So I had to like, take this father, push him away and say, all right, we're going to move on. And I could feel in that moment too, everybody tense up because they're like, oh God, she's going to call on me. Like, don't call on me. Don't call on me. That's what I was getting. (laughs) I'm like, well, I can't help it. I got to see who's here. I think from there, I was taken on a journey, if I'm not mistaken, to that one guy's house from his childhood. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? And And he was there. That one I was not expecting at all because he was very into it and very I'm with you like I, I like I can see what you're seeing and I know. um yeah that, that was weird <laughs> it was so fascinating for me because I was in this house I'm describing it and he looks at me he goes I know where you are that's my childhood home and I said well you go around this corner there's this like you know weird little door to go and he goes that's the door I never went into and he kept saying it, and he goes is it really weird that when you're describing this and you're saying this, I'm seeing exactly what you see and I'm there with you. And I'm like, no, it's not weird. I looked at him and I'm like, you are extremely intuitive. You always have been. And he's like, I really have. And then after he told me, he's like, I hope the guys don't think that I'm weird or whatever. And I'm like, no, this is something that's, it's who you are and you have it. So it was kind of neat for me to have someone yeah. join me and nobody's ever really done that. <laughs> um, and the guys, they just wanted to know what was behind the door. That's, that's right. They were like, so what's behind the door? <laughs> I'm like, I can't get in. Behind the door. <laughs> None of us could get in. Like Iris, sorry. The other guy and I couldn't yeah. get into the door. We were just stuck at it. And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, it's okay. We're just there. And it was his loved ones that were coming in to give him some really wonderful advice about his life and sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll take me on a journey like that to a specific place so that the person won't doubt that it's their loved one and he knew he was right into it he got the messages he needed may not have wanted but needed and I think he really enjoyed that part like the the group session and then obviously our private was incredible too and then from there I just remember we were kind of jumping around it was like so many people were coming at me and, mm-hmm. you know, I want to tell everybody this cause I thought it was interesting, but within the first probably couple of minutes, maybe I looked around and I just saw everybody choking up and I'm like, 
there's a whole room of grown men all of a sudden crying and we haven't even really started. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> it was pretty um, powerful, really, I guess. It was fascinating and powerful. And I thought, okay, well, we're going to keep going. And then there were certain things that were coming up. And you know me, I'm very direct when I do readings. Yeah. It's not what you want to hear. It's what you need to hear. And then one of the things that really stood out to me was there was one particular guy sitting directly across from me and he, you know, he had his arms crossed and he was kind of looking nervous and stuff, but I felt more so that he wasn't nervous, more so that he was not necessarily wanting to be there. Mm -hmm. And out of nowhere, I remember just getting the worst pains in my head. And I'm like, okay, look, there's someone here. I actually don't know who it is right now, but I'm just feeling their physical pain. So I said it was like a, some sort of accident, not a car accident, but I felt like my head was being not even squished, but like an impact to the head where it was so strong mm -hmm. that my whole head was just throbbing and nobody's saying anything. And I'm like, okay, like if I don't understand something, I'll usually say I'll pass and let it go. And this person would not leave me. I couldn't shake this feeling inch. Like I was looking at you and I'm like, my head's killing me. I don't even know what this is. And nobody's saying anything. Everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy at this point. And then very quietly, the guy in front of me says, I'm pretty sure I know who that is. And I'm like, okay, you know, well, did they have this and this and this happen? And he's like, yes. And he said, I think it's, you know, my cousin that has passed and she had had a very traumatic accident. And I just looked at him and I said, okay. And then as soon as he acknowledged it, the pain in my head went away. And then mm -hmm. I was able just to channel her. And I started to describe certain things about the accident that he looked at me and he said, nobody could possibly know that. And he just started sobbing. And I was like, then mm -hmm. all the other guys are crying. Everybody's crying with him. And yeah, I got a little uh, teary eyed at that moment because I wasn't expecting, well, I mean, because they're guys, so you don't expect them really to kind of break down like that. And I oh. was like, oh my goodness. And I kind of did. And then I know um, the other guy that was sitting there, they're good friends. And I know when you had said, you know, that part that no one would have known, he even kind of just was like, oh my God, like just yeah. totally taken aback that you knew that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then he started getting upset, just like crying, like just because it was just no one expected that. And I think at that moment, it got really real mm -hmm. with all of them, like, okay she knows what she's like she, this is like a this is a real thing and you know yep. she's very good she knows what she's doing and I do feel like it kind of changed the feeling in the room not necessarily in a bad way just uh they kind of got a little bit more serious and are like okay and then more the one guy totally more emotional and the one guy that I think like he he was excited to be there but I don't think he fully I don't want to say believed in it. He was just kind of, cause he was really chatty at first. He talked a lot and yep. to the point where, if you remember, I was like, Hey, you need to be quiet. Like stop talking. <laughs> Got Do you remember? And then yes. after that moment though, he like just kind of shut down and got quiet, sat there and almost like, it was like, Oh, don't, I hope she doesn't talk to me. Oh, and anytime you could be like wanting to move on, he would just look down. Almost like, you know, when you're in the, you don't want the teacher to call on you in class and you're yep. just like, please don't look at me. <laughs> That's right. So like, I think that did become real for everybody after that, that moment. 
And I, at that point, I think after we had done that particular person coming through, that's when we took a break and everybody went mm-hmm. out to the garage and I don't even remember what I did. I remember just kind of walking around. I think I went to the bathroom, tried to shake that off because it was quite heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, cause I had gone out there and they were all kind of just like talking like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe she knew that. And I was like, Oh, how so, so it's good so far. And they're like, I'm, they thought it was crazy. They're just like, yeah, like I, that's crazy. I can't believe that. And so, yeah, I think it definitely hit home kind of for a few of them anyway, after that one. And yeah, then after the break, getting back in, I think that we moved on to, or you were trying to move on, Mm -hmm. but there was another person that was kind of across from you that was giving, like, wasn't even letting you read them like at all. Like, nope <laughs> nothing yeah and I was I could feel it and it was interesting because I was just like if you just let go open up a little bit just let it happen but he was like nope nope, nope every not getting in there if you go over there and you'd ask him a question he's like no no not me I don't know like he was just very yeah mm-hmm. it was very yeah totally but then I know you had said but then the one beside him was open to it, but it was kind of like they, their energies were, um, I don't know if it was kind of like getting mixed up or, and I almost wish I could go back and separate them because I think that the two, cause they are really good friends. And I think oh. having like the two of them sit beside each other was almost causing like, you know, like when like you're, a block. It was just yeah, you're picking up each other's of. stuff. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I was glad we were doing the yeah. privates after, because then I got a chance to talk to the one that was really open and he needed it so much. Like he, he really needed to hear some personal messages just for him. And I think that his messages didn't come out until the private, because I think he was terrified mm-hmm. that they would. I think they all were probably, especially right. after that one kind of revelation earlier on. Well, I think they did um, panic. Well, and then when he came upstairs, he was, he had said, cause I was asking everyone, I'm like, how did it go? How did it go? Tell me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he had come upstairs and said, well, if I didn't believe before, I sure do now. <laughs> and he's like, I got emotional. And then I was, I just, yeah. I really needed that. And I mm-hmm. think whenever I do groups, there's always at least one, usually one only, but that will either block me or they're extremely skeptical and stuff. And I think, okay, well, it's, it's always those ones that need it the most really. And, mm-hmm. um, that one in particular was hard to break. He had a full wall up with me. And even when we went into privates, I looked at him and I said, I can't read you. You won't let me in. And he said, well, I'm open to it. And I said, but <laughs> I can't get in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've got a guard up and, and I can't break that down unless they want to. And th- all the other guys that came into the privates, especially, it was incredible. They sat down, they let go. Almost all of them were crying again. There were a lot of mm-hmm. tears that night. I can't even imagine one guy crying like that, let alone eight. There was so yeah. many tears and it was, it was beautiful. It was magical and they really needed it. And I think it took some of them a little bit longer to trust me. Yeah, definitely. And I know like the one that I said kind of had shut down after mm-hmm. the chatty, the chatty one. Mm, yep. <laughs> um, he didn't want to do the reading he, or the one-on-one with you. 
Yeah. Uh, he was like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm good. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't want to go. And we were all like, you're going to get it done. That's why you're, you're here for a reason. You're not skipping out on it. Mm-hmm. And plus you still have to pay her. So you might as well go get it done. Um, <laughs> so he would not like, he just, he, I think he was one of the last ones to go to, cause he kept putting it off. Like, was, I, yep. I don't need it. I don't need it. And no. So finally, just like just go and and I don't know he didn't actually say much once he came out for me he's like yeah I mean it was good yeah you know just I I think it was good he just didn't want to To share come up and to share really which is fine not like you have to share anything but um yeah no I think they were all good it's like said you always have that one that's that kind of blocks but yeah and that happens I think everybody else that was there they really needed it and they got what they needed, I believe. And, you know, when women come up and they, they are the first ones after a group wanting to share and talk about it and the guys, yes, really personal things come up in our privates and they are the kind of people that just shut it off and like, they don't want to talk about it and they don't want to share because it's personal. And so I think even, you know, that guy coming up and like, no, it's fine. You know, I think it's deflecting, right? It's like, I don't want anyone to look at my stuff, right? Because nobody mm-hmm. ever wants to admit that they have things that need to necessarily be worked on or that kind of thing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were kind of bugging him after. We're like, what deep, dark secrets did she find out about you? Is that why you don't want to tell us? That's right. <laughs> Just <laughs> right. But that group was good too, because I did feel like there was a lot of laughs too, right? It wasn't oh, super yeah. serious the whole time. Like they were all enjoying each other. And just everything that was happening. And so there was, it wasn't super heavy the whole time. Like there was a lot of laughter, which that was I mean, I was like, part. okay, stop laughing guys. Like, right. Cause I was like, oh my <laughs> God, just stop talking. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm just used to, cause it girls are totally so- different. Like we're very oh, yeah. focused very and we are like, okay. And we, but the guys were just like, blah, blah, blah. And laughing. And then they would go completely off topic and start talking about something else and then um the one that is super intuitive when he was like I'm gonna tell you guys a story about this one time and I'm like oh my god like, <laughs> this is not how it's supposed to go but it went yeah it was they and needed to do that because I remember looking at you at one point you looked at me like shaking your head like I'm sorry they're laughing I said no no it's okay I said this is what they need they need to almost because it, it was so interesting they would cr- all cry everybody was crying and getting like choked up. And then it was like laughter and they were goofing off and then they'd go back into serious stuff and cry again. Like it was, it was just what was needed. I think, cause if we, they didn't have that laughter, I'm not sure they would have enjoyed the day. Cause it was heavy. There was mm-hmm. a lot that came out that was heavy and a lot of emotions. And I noticed though, after we did the privates and I would come up for a little break and look at the guys and they did feel so much lighter. Like they got so much off their chest, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I remember your husband, every, I couldn't even look at him while I was doing the group because every time I'd look at him, his eyes seemed to like, look like they were tearing up and I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what's going on here, but I, I don't know if I can look at him. And I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting him to come into the privates. And then I think when I came up last, I'm like, is anyone left? Are we almost done? And you're like, no, Jay needs to come. And I'm like, Oh, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't want to. He- he was just like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, nah, I really think out of anybody, you need to do this because mm-hmm. it was your, I guess your idea to do the group. And 
just how like from the last time we talked like how far he had come with everything about it right yeah and I just knew he needed to do it I'm like you need to do it and I think that's why you wanted to do the group because you want a reading for yourself so I knew that he needed to get it done and he decided okay I'll just go do it so he went downstairs and an hour later (laughs) more than an hour yeah usually not that long and I'm like oh what is going on down there like he's I was just surprised because I didn't know if he was, if you were doing the talking or if he was, cause he's pretty quiet. So I wasn't sure yeah. how it was going, but I'm like, well, it must be going well. <laughs> I mean, they've been down there and then another 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, what's, mm-hmm. wow. He must uh, really unloaded or I don't know. I didn't even know what to think. Right. Um, so then when he came upstairs, he like looked a little teary eyed. I wasn't sure. And I was kidding. And I'm like, oh my god were you crying and then he just looked at me and I'm like oh you were oh my gosh and I'm like oh god what did she say and he would not he's like just like he wouldn't even tell me he's just like nah nothing all good whatever and then you came upstairs and you were exhausted yeah and I gosh I felt so bad but I just yeah like Jay would not you left right away I think you were just like I'm done I, I I have to I have to go home <laughs> get yes, some sleep and so then I'm like so I think we stayed up for probably another hour and I'm trying to get it out of him I'm like tell me and he's like no I'm like oh my god if you don't tell me I'm never talking to you again like you need <laughs> to tell me what like you were down there the longest out of everybody and what happened yeah crying. Yes. and you know I was telling you the other day I was like we had we've had a few counseling sessions like last year and you know that's what I wanted him to do then I wanted him to cry I wanted him to cry in the counseling and he just sits there and just like crosses his arms I'm like and now he cries (laughs) (laughs) he must have done a really good job so he said so he's like I'm exhausted like I have to go to bed so mm-hmm. all night I had no idea what had happened or what he said. So finally in the morning, like, I need to know, like, this is killing me. Uh-huh. And he just said, honestly, it was a huge therapy session. And I don't know why I cried. Like I, I couldn't stop crying. I, I don't even know why. Like, it was just uh-huh. like lots of things came up and he was like, I don't know. It just, I couldn't stop. I couldn't help it. So I was like, oh. <laughs> Good thing we spent the money on the counselor. We could have just used Karina. That's right. It was like, honestly, a floodgate. The poor guy, a floodgate had opened and he would look at me and I'm like, okay, he would gather himself and I'm like, okay, we're done. Right. So I, I thought we were done. And then all of a sudden he would just start crying again. I was like, I think he had a lot of stress built up and he just unleashed and sometimes that Mm -hmm. happens like I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and he had said the same thing he said Karina I don't know because he came to see me like I think maybe two years ago and he sat down Mm -hmm. in my room and he goes I don't even know what happened 30 seconds in I sit down in your chair and I'm bawling like a baby he said I don't even know what happened I'm like that's sometimes what happens with you know being a healer when they are around me in a private manner like that right like in a session people just everything that's Mm -hmm. been stuck in there and bottled up or that they don't talk about or they don't even feel just comes pouring out and once that floodgate opens you can't really shut it off right away so that's why we were down there for so Mm -hmm. long and and I knew he needed it and I was like okay 
now I understand why he even went ahead and booked the group reading. At first, I thought it was like, oh, well, I want to see what this is all about. Let's have some fun with it. But when I realized that those men that showed up that night really needed it, it was something that Mm -hmm. spirit decided that, hey, look, these guys are going to joke about it, but they need it the most. And look what happened. You know, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. And even now, like I noticed that or since then that um, my husband's he's just not I guess not as stressed he's it just he seems lighter yeah like I just I think it was really good for him I think he he needed to hear everything that you had to say and obviously even if I said the same thing too sometimes coming from someone else is just more validation and it is um, and I think it's important to hear from someone who is neutral who's not mm-hmm involved in a marriage or in a couple or whatever like I just am very direct this is the stuff Mm -hmm. that you need to work on this is what's going on let's do this to fix it I think even hearing that and with everything that is going on he's kind of like oh okay and taking whatever you said and just applying it and he's just seems better that's fantastic I'm not even sure how to explain it but you could just tell he's like he can breathe, like he's calm, like it's okay. Like he can take a breath and not stress so much, even with everything that going is on. going on. It's, mm-hmm. he seems okay about it. I so, love that. Yeah. I, mean, I do. And he even said, he's like, it was awesome. Every single one of the guys thought it was great. They were like, I needed that. It was such a great time and very draining. They were all exhausted, <laughs> yeah. but I know some of them were like, I have to go. Like after they had come up from their um, private readings, they're like, Hey, great. Like I'm leaving. I'm, I have to go to bed. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Done. Yes. Yeah. So no. And at, even the feedback the next day, it was just, yeah, it was great. So anyone that, you know, has ever hesitated to bring their husband or maybe do a guy group reading, they should do it. <laughs> I think so too. I think that it's, again, in the eight years that I've been doing groups, I've had maybe a couple of guys stay for the session only because their wives are like, you need to come to this, but not because a whole group of men decide that they want to get some healing done because I think it's almost embarrassing for them, right? Because Mm -hmm. they're so conditioned to be strong and not closed off, but just, I think, I think strong, right? Like hold back. Mm -hmm. And what happened that night was beautiful. Actually, it was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was amazing for me to sit back and go, okay, to watch a bunch of grown men open up, cry it out and be emotional and vulnerable. That's what I think the world needs right now is for everyone to just open up and not keep things bottled up. So I do hope a lot more men decide to do this. And I will say this ever since that group reading with you guys, with the men, I've had some clients message me that are men, quite a few of them saying, I heard about you through a friend and can I book an appointment? I'm like, it's from that night. <laughs> it's their friends. <laughs> so I find it really fascinating that that tells me that whatever shifted that night, whatever their belief was before, I feel like they get it now and mm-hmm. you can't deny it. You can't make this shit up. You just can't. And I think that's what they saw and witnessed. And I think it changed a lot of how they viewed mediums. Oh, 100%. And I think that they would do it again, honestly. I think or some even of them come, would. Even come just for another reading just with you. 
you know, on their own. I think they would do that. There's apparently a couple of them that are going to be doing that. So I thought that's pretty special. I love it. Love it. And maybe next time we do a big group where it's the actual wives and the husbands at that one and, and see if they are as vulnerable that time or not, they might (laughs) shut off who knows, you know, but at least they did it that day and they let go with you sitting there. So that, um, says a lot, right. I think that was amazing. Yeah. I wasn't sure how they were going to feel about me being there, but then I thought, you know, whatever you guys, like, I don't know it's different with girls. Cause you have your girlfriends and you kind of know, you know, your friends' backstories or, you know, you just know more about each other. I had no idea. So anything that you, I had no idea like what you were talking about or oh, I couldn't even help where it with friends. I'm like, I think that's you. Oh, that might be you. Yeah. You couldn't so, have known. I'm I just, it was, it was kind of tense at first. And then I think just with like everyone kind of joking around and just getting kind of more used to being there, it got better. And then it got emotional. And then, yeah, I just think it was very up and down, but in a good way. I think so too. I'm so glad we did it. I'm actually not going to lie. I'm so glad it's over. I was <laughs> like, oh, it's like a breathe out, you know, because I, I, I just wasn't sure what to expect, I guess. And I was dreading it. And I, I'm glad I didn't cancel. I realized that this was happening for a reason and I had to suck it up and just do my job. And I'm glad that it mm-hmm. went so well. I really am glad that it went so well. And I really am looking forward to now working with more males because I think I've pushed them away for so long. And I also believe that that's why I have two boys because I would love to raise men that are open and emotional and vulnerable. And I think that's important Mm -hmm. for so many of the guys out there, you know, in the world right now. And I can't wait to help them all open up and not keep things Mm -hmm. bottled up because I don't want anyone holding back and holding all these things in. Like, look at Jay. I think sometimes having someone just sit and listen and give spiritual advice from up above can really just change so much. And I look at where he's come from the first day I met him. And if anybody doesn't remember our story, you can listen to our other episode um, called a fun chat with a friend, because we explain how her husband was so skeptical of this and, and not understanding. And now he's, you know, sitting with me and allowing himself to really just let go and, and breathe Mm -hmm. and heal. And that was so beautiful for me to witness. So I'm so glad it happened. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we can do another one soon. Yeah. You tell me I'm in, I'm not as scared now. I promise. <laughs> now that I've done that one, I'm like, okay, I got this. I could do it. I'm, I'm not going to freak out again. So thanks for staying with me and, and, and giving me that, like, I don't know, strength. Cause I think I would probably would have panicked if you left, I would have been like, no, don't go just stay with me. So it worked out just as it should have. So that was awesome. Mm-hmm. So I want to leave you all with this today. It is time for us to help men to be vulnerable, to show their pain and their sadness. They need to be encouraged to open up and let it all out. I've been gifted with a husband who isn't afraid to express his emotions. In fact, that's the very thing that I found endearing about him. I also believe that I've been gifted two boys in this lifetime because I'm supposed to help raise them to be kind, open, and loving humans. And I'm so grateful that they are. I am also grateful that I have finally found the courage and strength to finally help a lot of males in the world. I'm ready and looking forward to it. 
So I want to thank you all so much for joining us today on the Divine Messages podcast. And Angela, thank you once again for coming back on here with me. Thanks for having me. So glad we'll do it again. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at divinemessages333 or at the Divine Messages podcast, as well as on Facebook under Divine Messages or the Divine Messages podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.